Hey, what's up, guys? You are listening to my new podcast, Concert Uncut, with your host, Sabrina, a.k.a. SoFlo. Oh, I am a big concert enthusiast. Like, I've gone to many concerts throughout my life, and I'm only, like, 16, so not even a third into my life or whatever. I don't know my life expectancy, but yeah. But I've gone to, like, I'd say about... 15 concerts now and i have like eight not eight um but i don't have quite a few already lined up for this year and upcoming year already like to go to and so this podcast will basically be going over all the concerts that i have gone to um also basically the concert prep that i have like for upcoming concerts to go to and recap after concerts that i've gone to so you guys will be with me along my whole journey of all the concerts that i go to and basically be like an insider in these concerts but before we get into all that fun stuff let's give a little more information about me um so my hobbies basically include volleyball um yes i'm that volleyball player um going to concerts obviously listening to music um i paint a bit uh tiktok tiktok is a main thing in my life a lot of it is concert i'm on the concert side of tiktok actually so i get a lot of um concert videos and stuff so that kind of shows where this podcast will be going so i had been going to concerts since i was a little kid um my dad kind of took me along with him to concerts that he would go to but my actual like thrill for concerts started roughly about three four years ago and that's when i started like actually going to quite a few concerts every year and being more involved with the artists that i like and following them along a lot more like throughout all their concerts and being more into it that's the thing like i feel like going to concerts connects with the artists that you like in a whole other level instead of just listening to their music through the phone and just hearing like watching them through a video you actually get to see them there and it's a whole different vibe within that and hearing the actual like studio version audio that you hear on the phone and you like see another side of the artist it's like like i said you connect with them on like a different wave level even if you're like in all the way in the back in the 300 seats or if you're front row it you get a different experience and it kind of changes your perspective on some of the songs like some songs get changed completely for concerts and that kind of affects how you like view a song or how you like it so going to concerts changes your um view on the artist and stuff and i mean sometimes it's the artist isn't a performance type of person like for example zayn malik from one direction he doesn't like performing in front of crowds he doesn't do that type of thing much which is one of the reasons why he like left one direction but like performing isn't for everyone and you might be like the best singer or whatever but your performing skills aren't there and that sometimes affects your shows um bruce springsteen is like a big crowd person he's like a storyteller type of guy so his shows have a lot more like 
talking one-on-one -on -one with the fans and interacting a lot more with the crowd and stuff and that also changes the show and like puts a different view and a twist on things which would make it more fun or maybe some people like it different um but yeah concerts have like a big impact on how someone views an artist and the difference between the music i personally am a big concert person obviously like i said before i'm a concert enthusiast um i really like being able to see someone that you if you like watch listen to them all the time you watch their interviews you're really into the person concerts is like something that gets you to like that different point and i'm like a really big person on that um if i follow them along i'm obviously gonna want to see them live if it's someone like let's say i know a couple of their songs maybe one of their songs is like one of my more top songs i might not go and see them live because i don't have that thrill to actually want to like i have to see them now if it's like a harry styles or something obviously i'm gonna go and i'm gonna like run over there to like try and get tickets and to try and see him so it also like matters how much you care to see them if you know one of their songs i'm not gonna waste a couple hundred dollars just to go see them sing that one song which they might not even sing but for me i'd say i have to know about like five or more songs for them for me to actually have to see them not have to but like want to see them and to get like the drive to get to see them and be excited and all that um and another thing is like buying the tickets and stuff that is probably the hardest part for the concerts for me at least like i'm 16 i can't buy myself concert tickets unless i'm working which i'm not so i have to like make sure that i actually want to see this person and ask for tickets before I just go in like, oh, I want to go to, con to the person's concert. Um, can you buy me tickets to my parents? Like, money doesn't grow on trees and concerts get pretty expensive. Especially if it's like a more known person. Like, let's say a Billie Eilish or whatever is going to be a lot more expensive, per se, than a Wallows or whatever that they don't have the same fan base um so pricing is another thing that kind of affects it and so that's why sometimes you could do like radio giveaways or whatever to try and get tickets and those things work more so for the people that i only know like a couple of their songs but i'd be like willing to see live because i'm not willing to pay that much to see them but maybe like if i win them or whatever then it'd be worth it because i'm not paying to see them but i still get to see a couple of songs or whatever that i like and that's kind of my like thought process on whether or not i go to a concert and how i end up like getting the tickets um so yeah it basically depends on how long i know them like if i know them well enough if i like them well enough to actually buy them if not i'll try to win them and even if they're pretty expensive i'll try to win them because that's a lot of money anyways but i still really want to see them um, next segment I come back, I'll be going over some of the concerts that I have gone to to give a little insight on who I like and what type of music influences me and like the concerts I go to.
So we'll be back on the other side on Slam Radio, Series XM, Channel 145. Slam Radio, Sirius XM, Channel 145. Good morning, amigos. When they remade it, it was with women, eight, with women and eight women, which I don't, I didn't buy that. There's no way you can commit a crime with eight women. Explain your logic. Listen, first of all, eight women cannot get that organized to commit a crime. You know that two of them are gonna you know like. They are more organized than men. No, because two of them are gonna veer off and talk crap about the other six, and then like one of them will be like, "Are you really gonna wear that to this crime?" You know that that's gonna happen for sure. <laughs> all right, women get results, don't they? Yeah, but not a group of eight. Oh group of eight's a bachelorette party, isn't it? Pretty much. And what have they gotten accomplished? Good morning, amigo. Weekdays, 7 to noon, only on Slam Radio Sirius XM 145. Allison is perfect. I mean, she'd never tell you that. She's humble and perfect. She likes everyone. She even likes her untidy roommate's weird guinea pig. Allison, wait, are you texting and driving? Allison, no. That's the exact opposite of what I was just saying about you. Why, Allison? Why? Texting and driving makes good people look bad. Visit StopTextStopRex.org. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Why was the basketball court all wet? Because the players kept dribbling on it. The dad joke. <laughs> Corny, groan-worthy, but also one of the simplest ways to share a moment with your kids. What did the buffalo say when he dropped his son off for school? Bye, son. <laughs> so take a moment to make your kid laugh, because dad jokes rule. Make your kid laugh today. Go to fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Hey, and we're back on Concert Uncut, and I said when I when we would come back, we would be going over my music type and concert-worthy artists and some of the concerts that I have gone to. So... My main music genres would probably be, be pop, for sure, like Harry Styles type stuff, Shawn Mendes. Um, alternative, more so like Panic at the Disco, Imagine Dragons, although Imagine Dragons sometimes comes out with like pop, but I say they're more alternative, but Panic at the Disco. And then Rock to um, Bruce Springsteen is one of the main ones. Uh, the Killers would be Rock, Alternative, somewhere around there. Um, those are my main music types. I don't listen to any rap whatsoever. Um, I listen to MGK now, but that's now when he's doing more alternative type stuff. Um, I don't listen to Spanish music, although I live in Little Havana and it's like one of the main things that you hear. Um, I'm not a big Spanish speaker, so I don't listen to Spanish music. I can't tell you what they're saying as they're singing. Half of the time it's bad stuff anyway, so it's not like I'm missing out, like, all they do is talk about bad stuff, so. Um, I'm not a big country person. I'll listen to some country, like, I just heard a King Brown song the other day that's actually pretty good, but I'm not a big country person either. So I'd say my main top genres would be pop, alternative, and rock. Um, and that pretty much sums up the type of concerts that I go to. There'll be anything in those genres. Um, I'm going to start listing some of the concerts I've gone to. 
there's some that I've seen the artist multiple times. So I'll like, at the end, I'll sum up how many concerts I've gone to. And I think I'll talk a bit about some of the concerts that I am going to go to that I've already like purchased tickets to. And I'm sure I'm going to go to in the upcoming months. Okay, so I'm going to try to go in chronological order as best as I can because I'm not sure some of these I might have seen one before the other. But um, I've seen Bruce Springsteen either two or three times. I don't fully remember. I know two for sure, but I don't remember remember if there was a third time. Um, I went to see the River Tour, the remake obviously not the actual one because i don't think i was even born for the first river tour um and there's another one but i've seen him two or three times and that's when i was younger um i think one of the times i was like seven eight something like that and the other time i think i was like 10. um i have seen one direction which that concert is probably one of my top concerts ever that one was in 2015 when they came to the Hard Rock Stadium. I believe I was 10 years old when they came. And I was a fangirl, crazy little 10-year-old freaking out over a boy band, which to this day I still like. Yes, I'm a 10-year strong One Direction fan. Um, so that's like one of the top concerts that, are, that I've ever gone to. That thing was amazing. And Five Seconds of Summer actually opened up for them in that concert, which I also love Five Seconds of Summer, so you can imagine how that concert was. I actually ended up going to see Five Seconds of Summer after that concert. So that's already like four concerts already. And by that time, I was like 10, 11 years old. Um, and then after I've seen Shawn Mendes which I went to his concert recently, that was 2019. Um, and then actually, I went to the Shawn Mendes concert and three days later, I believe, I went to see Why Don't We for, it was actually the second time that I see Why Don't We as like their tour. So I've seen Why Don't We twice also. Now, I also saw them in a festival, so I don't really, know if that counts as like a third time but i've gone to the jingle ball festival twice which in one of those i saw why don't we and in another i saw sean mendes so if you want to say i could see them i've seen sean mendes twice and why don't we three if we're counting the festivals um another festival that i have gone to twice is the riptide music festival now, those two festivals are like two different genres. We have the Jingle Ball Festival, which is more so pop. That's where it would be iHeartRadio, Y100. So it's more so like the mainstream pop music that you hear these days. And then Riptide Music Festival is more so alternative. So that's where you'd see Panic at the Disco. I have seen Panic at the Disco there, actually. Um, the Killers and Sublime and the more so alternative rock type music. I have also seen Bastille in concert, and that concert was actually a pretty good concert. I had one tickets for it, and it actually came with like a meet and greet before the concert, and I also got to play 
video games with the band. So it was like, it was a whole different experience that concert because I got to like meet the art, the band and I got to interact with them on a whole different level than I would in a normal concert. So that one has like, it holds a special, well, special. It holds a special place in my heart because I got to interact on a different way that I normally would at concerts with the artists. And even then, like, I knew Bastille, but I didn't know, like, all their songs. I wasn't, like, a crazy fan or whatever. But I was a pretty big fan of theirs, and that concert just changed my view on them. I I started liking them a whole lot more. And that's something that concerts do to you. Like, changes how you view the artists and it makes you like them more maybe if their performance sucked maybe you like like them less or whatever but it really influences how you view the artists um and the last concert that i've gone to is actually my most recent concert which was the hella mega tour which included green day weezer and fallout boy um along with the interrupters opening up for them and that was my post-COVID quarantine concert. That was like my first concert. And when I tell you, I didn't know how much I missed concerts until I went to that concert. Like my whole concert thrill had just started, not really just started, it had been going for like three years already. But I was like going concerts and concerts, like about four concerts every year. And then everything just like stopped and hit a plateau when covid came and i hadn't gone to a concert like okay i had done some of the virtual concerts but those virtual concerts sucked like it didn't give you any feel as like a normal concert would whatsoever and so to go to hell omega was a real like thrill and to finally be back in that concert atmosphere and be around all the all these other fans are crazy to see the artists and to actually see the artists live again and sing to the songs out in the stadium and stuff it was really cool and so that's another concert that kind of like hit on a different level but yeah that's all the concerts i've gone to so far in my life that was roughly about 13 14 concerts um i know i have quite a few coming up i have harry styles october 8th um Jonas Brothers October 17th and then I have um Imagine Dragons coming in February I have Jaden Hostler which is like a TikToker but he sings now um in April and then I know I also have Sean Mendes coming in October of next year all those those last three that I said are all next year so that's already five concerts coming up that we will later on talk about in the podcast um when i come back we will be talking about my concert preferences like um basically the rundown of how i decide to spend my concert um food the type of seats what venues are better um bring a bag or not a bag so basically the rundown of the specifics i go through between every concert So we'll see you on the other side here on Slam Radio, Sirius XM, Channel 145. Good morning, amigos. I remember going one time during my honeymoon. We did the whole entire um, Today Show, and I wanted to go. I wanted to come out on TV, and I got my wife up early, and we got there an hour and a half before the show started. I'm like, this is going to be great. We're going to be the only ones there. We're going to come out on TV. 
we couldn't get anywhere near the cameras. So I can't even make this up right. Five years ago, we stayed right on Times Square, the marquee. You could see Good Morning Amigo from, uh, Good Morning America from my, that's funny. <laughs> that's a promo. Good Morning Amigo. Weekdays, 7 to noon, only on Slam Radio Sirius XM 145. I get it. Your desk has been there for you, holding up your computer, your unused stapler, and that plant you forgot to water. But maybe it's time to leave your desk and spend your lunch break volunteering with Meals on Wheels. Doing Meals on Wheels for me is the joy that I look for at the end of my week. I'll come to the door with one meal and I'll walk away with a full heart. Drop off a warm meal and get more than you expect. Volunteer at americaletsdolunch.org. That's americaletsdolunch.org. Brought to you by Meals on Wheels America and the Ad Council. Good morning, amigo. Now, the, the bullpen emptied out, right? What's like, that all about? Okay, but this, this is what I'm thinking. Do you think in the bullpen, like, there's a guy who holds the door? Like, you know how, like, airborne rangers, like, they jump out of a plane? Do you think there's a guy holding the door, like, go, 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 as all of them run out? And then he's the last one who runs out after them? Like, I wonder if there's a guy. Probably the best sprinter, too. Right. Catch up to the team. Right, because you figure they're all eating seeds, just hanging out. Then all of a sudden, it's like, oh, we got to go. And I just picture one guy holding the door going, go, go, go. Good morning, amigo. Weekdays, 7 to noon, only on Slam Radio Sirius XM 145. 180 over 111, and I had a stroke. 145 over 92, and then I had a heart attack. 150 over 90, and I had a stroke. This is what high blood pressure sounds like. You might not feel its symptoms, but the results from a heart attack or stroke are far from silent. Get back on your treatment plan or talk with your doctor to create a plan that works for you. Go to loweryourhbp.org. Everything's changed. Brought to you by the American Heart Association, American Medical Association, and the Ad Council. Hey, what's up, guys? And we are back on Concert Uncut with our final segment of the episode. And like I said before, we will be talking about my concert preferences, such as the food, um, the type of seats, the venues. So, for example, um, different concerts, I kind of like, it depends on the place we go to. So here in Miami, we have the FLA Live Arena, which used to be called the BB&T Center. Um, I think that's a concert place. I've gone to most of my concerts. Um, we also have the West Palm Beach Amphitheater, which is further up, but I've done a few concerts there, and I have an upcoming concert there. Um, we also have the Now FTX Arena, which used to be the AAA, and I feel like I'm missing one. Oh, and the Hard Rock Stadium, um, which I've done a few concerts there, too. So preferably for me, I guess mostly because I've gone to it for most of my concerts, I would say that FLA Live Arena is my preference. Um, it's an indoor, so it's closed, which is more different than the stadium. Although I do like stadium concerts because I feel like sometimes the audio is better, but I kind of like the enclosed concerts better. I feel like the, I don't, I think stadiums are supposed to sound better but i kind of like being enclosed and like the music just bouncing off like that better and i feel like you get to hear the crowd more um it's like a louder atmosphere i guess maybe because like it's not like open so the sound doesn't travel as much i'm not sure i'm not like a sound person so i don't know 
but my preference for venue would be more so the arenas um even the ftx arena i did i've had one concert there and that concert was really good so i like that one too but yeah basically the arenas are more for me um another type of venue would be like the amphitheaters um there's one in bayfront park which was it's like a smaller one um there's also one in west palm beach that one's quite bigger i feel like that one's more for like bigger acts but if they want an outdoor type of concert that's where they would do it um there's also one in miami beach that one's quite small so if you want more like a not one-on-one -on -one because it's still pretty big but a more closer experience to the artist if they were to go to that venue that's where you'd want to see them that's where i actually saw why don't we and that was quite an experience it was like a lot closer and stuff but like i said before my general preference would be arenas okay now seat wise um well obviously everyone is always gonna say like front row up close whatever but that's not always attainable like those get expensive expensive um but i would say even if you're in like the 300s the nosebleed seats first row is always my general preference like i'll take a higher if i'm gonna get a lower section in the back i'd rather get the section up top and be first row that way there's no one in front of me and i could get a clear view rather than have people like standing behind people and having to like look over them to see so my general preference for seats is always going to be like the first row of the section and then obviously if you can if it's attainable you try and get a floor or pit i have never done pit for like a concert concert i've done general admission type concerts where you get up close but i've never done like for a normal concert pit um i just recently bought my first pair of like floor tickets so that's gonna be an experience and i'll let you guys know when it happens but yeah i like first row type seats um another concert preference would be food i don't eat much when i go to these concerts um i, I don't try to eat a meal before the concert sometimes i do um the day of the concert i'm genuinely like super excited so i don't think about eating i'm just like i want the time to come i want to go to the concert um but i'll some pretty much like eat lunch or whatever at like two something and then go to the concert later around six seven and when i get there i'll sometimes get like a snack because concert prices get expensive and i'm not about to pay 15 dollars for like a burger that i can have at mcdonald's or whatever so i don't eat much at concerts but like like the last concert that i've recently gone to i got fries that's like all i got i got a soda and fries and that's all i ate at that concert so i genuinely don't eat much at concerts but if i do it's gonna be a small little light thing to get me through the concert and then maybe i'll go to like a fast food place after but unless i see like something that is at a concert that i don't normally find to eat somewhere else and i'm like oh my gosh i need to try that 
I don't really eat much at the concerts. Like, for example, at a music festival that I went to, that I kind of had to eat too because it was all day. I'm not going to, like, starve myself all day. And so they had, like, a bunch of varieties of foods. So then from there, I pick, like, one or two little things because I'm not trying to, like, run around or just, like, jump up and scream to the concert and then, like, throw up or something. So I'm not going to, like, fill myself up with food or whatever that I know it's not going to end well. Um another thing is bag policy do i take a bag do i not that's one of the main things that like are confusing for concerts i personally do not take a bag um i'm i'm young i don't need that much stuff all i take with me would be my phone um and then i bring my lanyard which has a little like the pocket like size wallet it's tiny it's a little like baggy that i put money in and then I have my AirPods in it and like school ID because I don't have a normal ID. Um, but that's pretty much it. Like I don't bring a whole bag with me. Um, these places, these arenas and stuff have these big policies and like it can only be like a four by six small type bag. And I'm not willing to like go over there and have it get taken or something. And I pretty much don't need to take a bag. I'm not going to take something that I'm going to have to carry when I don't need it. And so I I don't take a bag at all with me. But yeah, those are pretty much all my concert preferences. And now that we basically set the table and explained my routine, I'd say for concerts, now we can get into all the concerts that I've gone to and basically explain all my experiences and what my future experiences are going to be like and we're going to basically be talking about concerts this whole podcast. So thank you for listening. I will see you guys next time on Concert Uncut here on Slam Radio, Sirius XM, channel 145.